Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Morning! Welcome back. And we're Running on part trail. two of our January long run. Long and very slow. It is like, no, it is long slow. and slow. Like my legs are... F- they started off really stiff, actually. Yeah. Started off beating up. So we're doing about 40 miles down the canal. Heading out to, to Hayes Rail Station. You joined us right at the beginning of the second half. If you listened last week, we... Came through some some quite nice bits and some industrial yeah. heartlands. We're just kind of going through out through the layers of the onion of we London. We came through septic tanks and north circulars. And yeah, and it's and all this got bit, It's green. It's suddenly nice. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, let's look at the physicality of the thing. I mean, I was slightly worried about running 14 miles because just because it's far, you know. And you haven't run that far for a while. No, but we did 10 miles just before Christmas, yeah. didn't we? And it is amazing how much easier it is to do distance when you run slow. Yes. Uh, it sounds. No, but I like that. Simplistic, That's... but it's true. Yeah. I always run my long run slow. Yeah. Too slow. But I did that 20 before Christmas with, with Susie and, uh, and Rayworth yeah. out in Guildford. Yeah. And uh, that was slow, but it was hard work. The last couple of miles, you find the pauses in the chat getting longer and longer. <laughs> You're just kind of holding on a bit. But listeners, we're not going to let that happen here today. Because it's only 14. It's only 14. We learned from our 20 last year. So lucky that the third <laughs> section of that run was lost to posterity. <laughs> so it's basically silence broken up with us bickering. Yeah. Well, I want a drink. Well, there'll be a shop over here. Water. Need a drink now. I need water. Oh, why don't you want a drink? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I should want a drink. <laughs> but I don't want a drink. There's something wrong with me. <laughs> This is, a good, this, this is a pretend ship next to a boat. Quite confusing for the kids, I think. Ah, that's great. That, is that, looks like some kind of adventure playground. It's really nice, isn't it? You don't see many of them around there, Robin. Especially in London, do you? No. Until you're getting out of town. But once you get to Perivale... Oh, yeah. That's very Perivalian. That's a bit of a guess as to where we are, because we've been on this canal since the beginning of town. Yeah. Time. There goes a uh, Robin on the path. Look at that. There it goes. 
So this is what people who do ultras do, isn't it? They get by a canal and just run for like... Oh, look, I was right. Sorry. That is Hosnethan Hill. Right. Here's the Grand Union Canal. So, Canal Walk. We're going to go to Bulls Bridge. That's what the guy online said. I said, I'd like to run the Grand Union to Bulls Bridge. It's right. It's really nice. This is a good run. You're doing all right, mate. Yeah, lovely. You're doing all right this morning. Hey. I did the old uh, no breakfast trick. Yeah. Not so much of a trick. Yeah. That's just having no breakfast before you yeah, go for yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, You've got to... The thing yeah. you've got to do, the sensible way to do that, because me too, is you've got to eat slow-release foods the night before. Slow-release as in... Uh, good grains. Uh, oats or uh, brown rice pasta or ba- jacket potatoes. I had a jacket, I had a jacket potato. So Perfect. that's good. Yeah, really good. Jacket potato is good food, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. When you've got no money. You've got to eat the jacket. Yes. And also... Yes. So... Um, such a big difference between a well-cooked jacket potato and a rubbish one. You've got to cook it for long enough, haven't you? Yeah. If you get it out too early, there's no point. You cook it for ages. You cook yeah. it in a hot oven that's already hot before you put it in. Right. I used to think that they were... In di- I mean, we're talking student days. But I used to think they were difficult because they take ages. But of course, they're not difficult because you no. don't have to do anything. Yeah. That's the joy of... I would say almost anyone could cook a jacket potato. What do you reckon? Yeah, but I think... I, mean, <laughs> did you, I, I pride myself on doing good ones. You know what I do? This is it. This is jacket potato week. Let's, let's go through the me- methodology, because I've got my method as well. You go first. Okay, oven on, hot. Right, right. Talking 225. Cool. Wow, okay. that is hot. Yeah. It's really and I'm not putting those potatoes in until the light goes off. Okay, right. While the oven's warming up, I wash the jacket potatoes, yes. obviously. Yes, Prick them all over with a fork. Yes. Rub them all over with olive oil. Okay. And sprinkle them with salt. Okay, that's nice. To have a crispy, golden, chestnutty finish. Then I stick them in for a... Well, it depends how big they are. Yeah. But if they're a good size, they'll take a short hour and a half. Right. About an hour and 25. Like it. Although you can just turn the oven off or turn it down and leave them in there for a bit longer. Yeah. Um, that's a good method. And then, uh, yeah, they're really fluffy. I put, I put the... Uh, Oven on about 120. You idiot! Upstairs, have a kit. Forget, no. I put, I put it on about 200. I do everything that you do, but I don't do the olive oil. I might, I'll have to start doing the olive oil. I do the salt thing. Yeah. And I wash them. Yeah, I think you've got to seal it in a bit, haven't you? Yeah. You've got to do a kind of balancing act between pricking them and sealing them. Right. And you've got to cook them hot. So the basic thing you're trying to do is trying to get them to hold rather than go bleh. And that, last night I put away a bunch of brown rice. Right, that's when, great no, food. When I was in my twenties, yeah. I used to have it and think, "Oh, it's probably the right thing to do." But I love brown rice now. Yeah. I tuck into that. As you get older, you just love healthy stuff, don't you? Yeah, you can taste it. Just good flips. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't worry, people, when you hear us saying we're running 14 miles on an empty stomach because we did me. eat. We did eat the previous it's a full night. stomach. Did you? Uh, what are you filling your potatoes with, Rob? Ah, well, my wife's got this great new curry. All right. And she got from uh, uh, a book called Deliciously Ella. I think we might have that. (laughs) Right. I don't know. I can't remember Ella's surname. But she don't need a surname. Oh, look at that, Heron. Look at that. She's so big. That is fantastic in the tree. I'm going to go back a bit to get that. It's like an old man's like Gandalf. See that? I think it's actually a young one, but it looks like an... Don't fly away. Really want to try and get you. Uh, you can't really catch it because there's so many tree branches. Look out, mate. We've got this bike here. Oh, that's an impressive... There he goes. Oh, I didn't get it. Impressive bird. 
So there you go. We now know that herons have a morbid fear of bikes. And on we go. Do you know what's really excellent about this run? Is, yeah. uh, is the way at that halfway point is the point where you get into the countryside. Yes. There's been a real change we of character. We didn't plan it, did we? But it's, it's, that's how it's worked, yeah. So I... Um, yeah, it's a really nice curry and very much in the uh, uh, modern healthy eating mode. Right. You know, it's got... You can make it with potatoes or sweet potatoes. So I was actually eating potato curry with brown rice yesterday. Oh, so well, that's perfect. But it, also, it was so food. nice. Yeah. It's a curry with uh, yeah, potatoes, quinoa, spinach, oh. Um, oh, coconut, tomato. Very easy, I'm told, but Julia did it. She did the work. Oh, that's nice. Had that in front of her. One of the Sherlock's from Christmas. It was a special time. So I'm going to wait, so it's nice to be a nice evening. So you're going to wait, you're going to wait today, aren't you? I'm going to wait tonight for a week and a half. And to Dubai, how many gigs are you doing in Dubai? Oh, about eight. Right. Every day I'm there except Saturday and Sunday. It's quite nice, that, actually, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you want Keep to do it. it. Condensed, yeah. Moving around a lot as well, which is a hassle, but it makes the uh, days go a bit go quicker. Faster. Yeah. I get a couple of days in a hotel when I get there. And then after that, we kind of move every day. So when you're running, that'll be a lot of... Uh, I, if I'm over there, I tend, I tend to do a lot of treadmill, it has to be said. And yeah, I, yeah. I really don't like treadmills. Absolutely. There's no option, is there really? It's too hot, isn't it? Yeah. Now I'll do a bit of running outside, but it'll right. be serious. It'll be, it'll be really full on with sweating and stuff like that. It all depends on when you can get into the gym yeah. and whether you can handle the treadmill. Yeah. I've said to myself, I, I find it very hard to get over 5k on a treadmill. Yeah. Psychologically. Yeah. What have you said to yourself? Sorry. I've told myself to do, if I get on a treadmill, to get to 10k. Wow. For exactly that reason. You know. It's so difficult yeah. for, for me. Some people obviously can do it. But. Yeah, I've, I hate it. I hate it. I can't don't get on with them at all. Um, I've tried taking my... Uh, iPad on my phone on and watching a film. Right. But then you just kind of run whilst stopping your iPad from falling on the right. ground. Right, yeah, yeah. It's sort of <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll do a bit of it. I'm yeah. trying to lean into just the difficulty keep, keep, just of it. Just keep ticking over, As yeah. a training factor. And I'll do lots of... He's still doing your upper body, stretchy, stretchy. Yeah, it's so funny because we got to the day I was due to start. It's probably the first Friday of the year. Yeah. Oh, Wednesday, Friday. And I just put out our episode where I'd gone through your, what all the your routine yeah. so I said well I've got to do it now <laughs> and I hadn't done them for weeks so I went down and I did 300 press ups and 3 minutes planking sorted other stretches and uh, I did it through sheer bloody mindedness yeah. but <laughs> I've been hurting ever since the wobble yeah. and when I did them all again on Monday Oh my word. So you do it every couple of days, do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I do it after every run. After a run, right. So that's three times a week. And now I do weights a bit on the, on the off days. Right. And I'm just working out what my routine is there. I'm so it feels good. It feels really good. And I'll lean into that when I'm away. Obviously, I won't take my I'll weights. i take your weights with you. Because that puts your weight allowance right yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing... I'm doing I'm planking every day. Oh, That's great. the one thing I'm doing. Just to, I'm just on a minute and 15 at the moment every day. Yeah, yeah. And try to bring it up a little bit every week. Yeah. But uh, How are you finding it? It's, it gets easier, but it's hard enough. Yeah, yeah. It's not easy, is it? No, not at all. A good straight plank. Yeah. But it's, it's mind over matter, isn't it? Absolutely. That's, like, well, that's, well, that's what, what I realizing. said last time, is that 
I like to do them because they're hard. Yes. I think if you're planning for long runs, you need to find ways of practicing being up against it. You know. Yeah, you know Maybe you that's know. just me. I mean, you. No, no, you're right. You're exactly right. I mean, it's like like uh, this track session last night. It was like you could do six or you could do ten, six to ten eight hundreds. Yeah. So most people, and they're all tough runners. They'll do eight. Yeah. And that's really hard work. You're really tired, and I was. But I'd said in my head I was going to do ten. Yeah. And you do ten, and it just shows you that there's always a bit more. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. If, if, if you if you want to to dig, there's there's always a bit more. And if you trust yourself to dig, like I think we do after a bit of it, you also get a clearer of idea yeah. of when to actually stop. Yes. Sometimes I'm doing my three-minute plank. Yeah. And I get to two minutes or two and a half minutes, and I just go, nope. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it doesn't even feel like a failure. It's just like a logical decision. Yes, yeah. Not today. Yeah. That's why, <laughs> unfortunately, that's kind of what happened in the Berlin Marathon. Yeah. It's going so good. 21, 22 miles. Nope, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the marathon, that sort of, that mental side of it, it's big, isn't it? And I think I've, I've slightly shied away from it, that idea of sort of determination. Yes. But, the, but it's uh, just something I'm working on a bit, of just like realising... That there's more there if you want it. Yes. You know. Well, I think. But try to get relaxed with that. Not, I think you not, showed me not that. gritting it much. Almost literally, the, one of the very first times we went out for a run, you said, let's do a bit of fartlek. Yeah. And I never knew before then. This was years before running. Yeah, this, this was is two, two years before running commentary. Yeah. And I just never knew then I could go faster than I was going. Right. After I'd been running for a bit. Yeah. I just assumed that this, not this, yeah, but this, your, fast, your, your steady space, line, yeah, was like that's the red. I'm in the red line, yeah, and it's not true. You've got some headspace there, yeah, and that's the ultimate balancing act, isn't it? Using it without burning yourself out. Yeah, I heard um, Vassos and Chris Evans this morning. All right, talking about Ed Sheeran. Yes, um, and Ed Sheeran, he uh, put on weight after his tour because. He, uh, he, uh, Had loads of food, he drinks, he drinks loads of beer and pizza on tour. Yes. But apparently that is balanced out by the outlay of doing big by shows. By the stage stuff, yeah. That's the theory. And, uh, but he liked all the beer and pizza, so when he stops, he carried on. He put on a load of weight. And uh, he knocked it off again in 10 minutes a day. Really? By doing intervals... 30 second sprint. Wow. 30 second walking, 30 second sprint. Wow. And, uh, I mean, first of all, it sounds like, it sounds a bit subjective, it sounds like they're pushing something there, but I just, I'm always leery, even if they work, I'm always leery of quick fix exercise regimes. Yeah. I just think, you're kind of, A, you're kind of cheating history and nature. Yeah, it's not particularly holistic, is it? No. Yeah. And B, it misses the point of running. Yeah, it's not particularly... Those things can be effective, those kind of, like, insanity workout-esque, mad sprint, rest, mad sprint, rest, yeah, till, yeah. till vomit sort of things. It's a bit like an Atkins diet. Yes. You're not saying it it's doesn't quick... work. It's, it's, it's just what compromises are you making to make it happen? Yeah, and the long-term... Where's it going long-term? You don't want to do that every day, do you? No, no. But that's what Sheeran does. Yeah. He does it every day. Some people do it. Yeah, some people, they just 
They just want the maximum effect in the minimum time. And they're just... They tend to be, like, the successful people. See this? Yeah. <laughs> dispatch. Yeah. Is that dispatch spelled right? Is that how you spell it in that context? I know you can spell dispatch two ways. Yeah. But is that the right way or is it the wrong way? You're dispatch there and goods in. Okay, I don't know. It's just an excuse to stop. It's a, it's a, it's a conundrum. I was going to ask the bloke who works, but I didn't want to. Didn't want to feel like you annoy him. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What are you on about? You didn't think. Who he cares, mate? Who cares? What are you on about? It's just working. We've got into a new scene here. We've got out past the green spaces of Harrow on the Hill and Perivale, and we're now surrounded by some some of those huge grey. Corrugated yeah. metal buildings you get probably on the outside am- of town. Probably Amazon or something, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. All kinds of Amazon things. dispatch. Lorries coming out of big grey boxes. Unfortunately, these ones are still on the ground. I mean, I'm sure the Amazon blimp is somewhere around here. So does Vassos talk much about running on his radio sh- on the radio then? Well, does yeah. he have space to do it? I think maybe because it's this time of year as well. Right. So Chris has been thinking about it. Right. I thought Vassos was, was very good because I think as a distance runner... I'm sure he's quite cynical about that. Well, in as much as Vassos could be cynical about anything, he's a pretty positive guy. He is but, uh, positive, yeah. He really... Chris is like, I can see you want to respond to that. And Vassos is like, well, interval training works. You know, you do... You trick your body into burning more. You know, you burn... Yes, yeah. You get some kind of stab, something like you... You burn off nine times as much fat interval training as you would just running for ten minutes. Right. But what I love about... Your track sessions and going for a park run is that even over a short time, even over a short distance, you're working on the theory of distance running, you know? Yeah. A park run is a distance run. Yes, yeah. It's just a short, fast distance yeah. run. And I think when it comes down to it, it's just recognising that that's what I like, that's who I am. It's yes, yeah. It's a distance runner. Enjoying it. I did a park run at the weekend. I did Highbury. Yeah, how was it? It was good. It was just nice to to do them again. And they're pretty. They're hard work park runs, aren't they? If you push it out all the way around, it's sort of. Yeah, yeah. It's a good old workout, but it's it's over by half nine. Yeah. You feel good, and the day's still to come, and it's all. I actually. There's this fella who I run with in the club, and he's. Uh, I don't know whether he was my equivalent to you or whatever he's become a slight nemesis very quickly <laughs> in terms of like he uh, on the first track session of the year he's an, it's just a quick bit of history you know you're not my nemesis right? yeah I know that I know that but in terms of the first ta- the first Phil part Collins, the first part oh no run, he's my genesis the first part run where I stayed behind you for a while and legged it at the end oh yeah that that's what he true. that's what he did to me yeah, yeah, yeah. and I knew he was going to do it the whole run, yeah, because he'd done it at the track session midweek. He's just quite, he's just quick, he's just quick. Yeah. I've got more endurance, my marathon's faster, but he's just quicker. Yeah, so he bounces along behind me and then legs it at the end. So I had like four and three quarter laps of the park run with this lolloping bloke behind me, scratching away. And I knew, <laughs> I knew he was gonna go for it. So, and he did. Do you like it to re- funny. rephrase your earlier answer about whether you enjoyed the park on a Saturday? No, I did enjoy I it. I hated it because of that no, man. No, no. no, I did enjoy it. Yeah, it's lovely. I enjoy the, uh, I enjoy the competition. And I, th- and I uh, battered him this week. <laughs> <laughs> 
annihilated him over the 800. But it's funny, I mean, these guys, he's quicker than me over 5k. You get those people, and yet he's... PB for the marathon's like 318 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people just fall apart after 17, oh 18 God. miles, you know. So I take a photo but of really? that dead swan. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That was like a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> Please, keep telling me about the man. <laughs> but people, some people just, their bodies. you got your distance. Yeah, they're just not there for distance. It's like Simon Evans saying about how... You really wanted to be one of those marathon guys. He just kept getting injured. Yeah. So he just. Yeah. And it's important to uh, to know that and have fun with it, isn't it? I'd advise anyone and everyone, if they can, to run one marathon just for the experience. Absolutely. But if you haven't got the body type for it, there's so much fun to be had. Five k's, ten k's, isn't there? Absolutely. And I really think. I mean, don't get us wrong. We were talking last week, the last first half of this run about. All kinds of first world problems and stuff. But, and we love running. We love doing lots of marathons. But still, we do recognise that in being that into it, something is lost to us. You know, there are people who don't run, who run a London marathon once. And now have, you know, yeah. my friend Sarah, she said, that's oh, the best day of my life. Yeah, I can totally get, I totally understand that. Yeah, and, uh, I totally get that. I don't think that's available to us. We've got a no. different relationship with it. Well, we've got to do really long runs or stupid runs or whatever to get really having said that I really enjoyed York yeah it was great it's so weird now to be an experienced marathon runner to kind of find the shape and sense of it to be scared of it and daunted by it whilst also knowing how to do it and what it's going to be like you know yeah because you you don't want to be blasé about it but you feel stupid if you get too scared about it Yes. And it's always like two different mindsets. It's like we were saying, we're running 14 miles now. And yet, when we're coming up on the bath half, I'm going to be thinking, oh no, it's a half marathon. Yeah. You know, it's, but then I think part of that is less illogical than it sounds because on the day of the race, you go faster. Yeah, so and, you spend more. And last year when we ran the bath, bath, the bath half. Bath half. I think that was about the furthest we'd run so far in training, you know. Yes, that's for right. For me, anyway. That was like, yeah. I think it was a 30-mile oh, race. Me, it was a real stretch on yeah. my uh, recovery. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to planning to and looking forward to feeling better at that stage. And, and, and you line up at London when you've done it. How many times will you have done London? Uh, this will be my fifth. Wow. So you just know it. That's right. You just know it. There's a real joy in knowing the course. Yeah. And in a very simple terms, it just seems shorter. Yes. Because there's no unknowns. Yes. You chunk it down into stages. You feel the, you feel the river. You're just flowing into town, don't you? That's right. And that's why, for better or worse, turning east and going around the Isle of Dogs is always going to be the, the nightmarish element of it. Yeah. In a way, it ties off and delineates the most difficult part of any marathon the kind of bit where you've run further than your body wants to yeah but you know in the end yes the kind of so that's about what 13 to 18 is it that's well I think uh, yeah or maybe a little later right I was going to say 14 to 22 but it doesn't matter the, mi- yeah. the middle yes you know? yeah the middle where the middle the, of the end yeah. the middle where the end is three times as, yeah. uh, the beginning is three times as long as the end but you know what I mean the tough bit because We've talked about this before. What's amazing about a marathon is that 
the home straight is several miles long, you know? Yeah. Certainly, maybe by 20. Certainly from around 22 in every marathon I've ever done. You feel like you're, fl- you're coming to the finish. Yes. Even when it's really hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. can still feel it coming. Yeah, you feel it drawing you in, yeah. And yet, at the same time... He feels he's simultaneously drawing you in, but getting further away. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So it's like... It's, it's like a physical impossibility. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. I hear a big road. Yeah. I see cricket nets. And I smell smoke. The canal seems to have actually got wider. It's really spacious. Let's see if I can get a selfie of us going along. Classic. Yeah, we'll a bit of a running selfie. We've hit a bit of flow, haven't we? Um, I quite nice. like. I'm wearing an interesting outfit today. I like your outfit, actually, yeah. Rob. Yeah, I really like I it. I stuck my uh, blue leggings on. I think they look really nice. Well, I thought it was going to be cold today, and you'll be out not running for a bit to get here. Yeah. And you and Brian were ribbing me for wearing my shorts on that freezing cold day the other day. So I stuck my blue leggings on. Don't worry. Um, I've got some shorts over them in case anyone thinks I'm Linford christing it a bit too much. Yeah. And uh, but I did have a moment this morning. It was really early, right? Yeah. Crawled out of bed. Got my son on the move. Thought I'd left my glasses by the bed so I could put them straight on. Yeah. But I forgot. Right. So I got downstairs, no glasses. And uh, I found myself in front of the, the mirror wearing blue leggings and Spider-Man pastas on my nipples. <laughs> and I have to say at that point... You loved yourself. You loved I it. thought, what have I become? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is interesting. We just went under the A40. Oh, yeah. Just by the old Aladdin building there. And uh, if you were listening to part one of this, earlier on in this run, I was talking about my nan and granddad, nan and granddad Roberts. Now, they used to live just on the other side of this oh. um, park on our left. When I was growing up, we used to go around there. I oh. remember finding a oh, slow worm in their allotment. Grandma's house. That's, isn't that what you want in life? You want a place where your grandkids can go. Yeah. They got a granddad's, granddad's house. Yeah. Granddad Deering. It's He's it. still running, you know. He's still running. Yeah. Takes us a little jog around the park. That's it. It's difficult, though, because... The generational gap is a bit bigger these days, isn't it? Yes, yeah. And my nan and granddad seemed old. But they weren't that old. And he used to really spend time with them. He used to go back to their house once a week, up for yeah. the whole evening. Yeah, we used to have we used to have weeks' holidays at our grandparents' house. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, my grand nan and granddad used to take me away, I used to go to Wales. Yeah. It's great. Mind you the freedom. I remember going to Wales with them. I'm trying to see through to their flat on the left. Just over there somewhere. That's really nice. I haven't been back here for years. It's been it's a little there, mate. Thank you, Paul. You it's all me, there, mate. You brought me on something of a pilgrimage. Grand here. Union Canal. I'm my, uh, my nan and granddad. He's in diet exactly the same time, but around the same time, which in turn was when early on when me and Julia were together. So right. that dates it. The best part of 20 years ago now. Huge characters in my life. You know, I don't know about you and your grandparents, but my mum's mum and dad were, you know, they were kind of part of my parenting. Right. My dad's mum and dad, they were fantastic. And I knew them pretty well as well, but they didn't... A bit of a distance. They didn't look after us. They didn't take yeah. us on holiday. I really want to be an active grandparent. Yeah. I'm already sort of... 
wonder what I'm looking forward to. I think you've got the persona for it. I want to be there. I want to be that one. You're northern. I want to be funny, active granddad. I want to be one of those always giving them treats and all that. I find it amusing, Morning Magpie, that you haven't included teasing in this at any point. What do you mean? Teasing. You're going to tease your grandchildren. Yeah, there'll be a bit of teasing. (laughs) Be a bit of teasing. It's only natural. Bit of fun. (laughs) Definitely. But no, that's a lot of memories of me. Is uh, my grandparents used to live in Thornley Dale in Yorkshire. Yeah. Used to go there for weeks in summer, just playing the country. Brilliant. I think that was a key moments of absolute happiness and safety yes with my grandparents yeah it's funny about that safety isn't it because yeah i remember going on one of those holidays to north wales with my big brother i say big he's probably 14 i was about eight or nine yeah and once we all went we went with my name and going into the foot of cadridges right one of the biggest welsh mountains and they said oh, we don't want to walk up there but you go yeah so me and my brother went up here and then we kind of came down this scree run. Bit, you know, that these days is closed to the public. Yeah. We just came down and skidded down it. And then had a pin-high cola at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what my mum thought of that when she heard about it. I think even in those days... It was seen as a bit risky. She probably thought, thanks! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to send them up a mountain on their own... I could have done it myself. Oh, you go. You go. We'll wait. <laughs> How do we know when we get to Hayes, by the way? Because say, he must be getting on for it now. He'll say Hayes. No, I mean, it's 14 miles, so How are you we're feeling? not there yet. I'm feeling tired out, but I mean... Do you feel? How do you feel? Uh, how much difference is there between when we started and now? Why, in terms of fatigue or miles? No, how do you feel? I feel all right. I don't feel, yeah. No, I don't feel any different. I got that stiff knee... I can feel that. I feel hungry. I can feel my mangled, um, gusset-damaged hammer toe. Yeah. But I feel hungry, dehydrated, moody, wistful, tearful. Yeah. I feel fine. Yeah, you seem absolutely yeah, okay. I feel fine. No, I can tell we're not there yet because I'm not, I'm not starting to think I wish it was the end yet. Yeah. I will be starving by the end. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure Hayes will be pretty well stocked, though, as a station. Yeah. For, like, cafes and meals and stuff. Oh, yeah, Hayes is lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really looking forward to that. <laughs> Sorry if you're a front Hayes. <laughs> it might well be nice. We don't know. The fact is we don't know. I, I, I know. Have you been to Hayes? Yeah, I know Hayes. What can we expect, Rob? Hayes. Hayes is <laughs> Last time I was in Hayes, I was playing the Beck Theatre. Oh, right. Supporting Jenny and Claire. Yeah. And those people were angry. Yeah. They weren't angry with me and Jenny Claire. Just angry in general. Angry to be in Hayes. It's interesting there is a and this is I'm wandering into one of those geographical minefields. Please get in touch and disagree with me. Yeah. We were talking the other day about towns just inside the M25. Yes. Because I think people in these places tend to have quite a chip on their shoulder about not being in London. Right. Like Not being able to afford living in London sort of thing. Well, no, I just think they don't want to identify as Londoners. Right. All right. Okay. It's like they haven't quite been able to but escape the gravitational pull. Yeah. But they want to, the but distinction. But we're not London. No. That's why it's someone in the audience said they were from Kent. Where yeah. in Kent? I see, I think if you're from, I don't know, Chatham. 
you'd say, gentlemen, yes, but this goes from Bromley. Right. Bromley is in Kent. Yes. It is not in London. It's not south sort of London. Yeah. So, Hayes is the west version of that. Right. In my opinion. Yes. Um, sorry, everyone. Get in touch if you're Hayes Harriers. Yes. Not a member of the London branch. Well, just find out where I am. Yeah. Come up behind me and trip me <laughs> over. But I do... Um... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I have some experience. See this uh, gasometer up ahead? See that one Yes, up there? yes. That was the view out of We're my in. brother's bedroom window when I was growing up. We're like a, was it? All right. We're like a mile north of... My childhood home. Grew up in Heston. Have you seen my childhood? Heston. Heston. Where's Heston? Right? Heston is near Co- Coventry. No, it's you know um, Hounslow. Do you know Hounslow? Yes. It's Hounslow, right? Right. Then there's three tube stations there, and then north over the Great West Road is Heston. Yeah. Would have once have been a village, and uh, that's where I lived, and. Uh, most people know Heston Services on the M4. Yes, they do, yes. Of course, you never went there because we lived there. So you, don't, you, you never went to Heston Services? No. Not even for a day out? No. Come on, Grandma. Come on, Grandad. We, <laughs> we're off to Heston. We did used to take a bus and go to Terminal 3 for a day. Right. Very handy for Heathrow. And there's some great arcade games up there. So me and Richard Osborne would take the 111 and go to Terminal 3 and play uh, Indiana Jones and the arcade games. Did you honestly just go to the terminal? Because I, I, one of my mates used to go and hang around terminals just for the excitement. Yeah, well, we were eleven. The feeling that people were going to that, that were going places, even though he wasn't. He was yeah. just going there. Well, there's moving walkways there as well. Yeah, we used to get a luggage trolley and take it to the top of the car park. Restaurants, shops, sense of adventure, <laughs> and then you just go home. Yeah, 
Again, more freedom, you know. Yeah. And the other thing I used to do when I was 11, I'd go down to one of those Hounslow tube stations and uh, go up west. Up west. Go to Hamleys, Harrods. Like it, yeah. Trafalgar Square. Eat string fellows on the way back. Go and meet my dad. Hello, Mr. Deering. Meet my dad for lunch. He worked in Hoburn. Yeah. He'd take me to my old Dutch pancake house. Oh, then I'd head home. Nice, yeah. Or even catch a matinee. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. That must have been exciting. Yeah. I'd love it if it was uh, available to my kids, but I'd never let them do it. Has have it your really kids changed not that much? I don't know. Not without us. They will do soon. You will do this year. Yeah, maybe. You've got to let them go. <laughs> They're going to town, <laughs> around Chinatown. It's just the same. Let it go. Let it go. Let your kids go off into town. To Chinatown. Let it go. Let it go. You'll never see them again. <laughs> They're going to go, mate. I know, I know. This You were saying much earlier about George going off to university. So when he move away at the end of the year? Yeah, he's going to go. Well, he's going to... He's going to go, going to go. He's going to go to Bristol, Manchester or Leeds yeah. and study biology. Good, all good ones. Yeah, he's going to go, hopefully, to a decent university. Yeah. Well, he will. One of those three. Yeah. They're all decent. Good times. Good for him. Yeah. It's a wait. But I think you were saying that you said that you're kind of in the long, slow release. Yes. I think you're right to recognise it, you know. These times, I had this thing. It's so silly, but... I was tying up uh, my son's tie for him. Yes. And I did deliberately. I was uh, take, take, showing him what I was doing every time. Yeah. So that he learned that pullovers are bike coming. Yeah. And, uh, no, there isn't. Did you hear a bell? I heard something, yeah. I reckon someone's got a bell on their balcony and they just yeah. ping it. <laughs> and they see a runner just to mess them up. Um, yeah, and then one day he came out games. He had to tie it himself. Found out that he could. Yep. And suddenly, without either of us expecting it, that bit where I stand behind him in the mirror and do his tie. Not needed. It was finished. It was gone. Yeah. Gone forever, Paul. It's like Kramer versus Kramer when he cycles off. <laughs> They're going to do their own thing. But I think that the funny thing is, someone said it, that from the moment your kids are born... They're moving away from you in slow motion. And I think it's not a happy thought, but it does make sense of it, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean... We're the bow, they're the arrow, etc. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And this first 18 years is the big pullback. Yeah. I think that the first night my son came home from hospital, coming up 12 years ago now, he was so post-womb agoraphobic yeah. that he slept fine as long as he had a hand on him. Yes. So, so, you know, just like, he was in a bassinet at the foot of the bed. Yeah. I was lying at the bottom of the bed. And I had my hand on him. And then, if it wasn't on him, he'd wake up and put my hand on him and go back to sleep. Yeah. And the next night, he didn't need that. Yeah. And it just all continues from there, doesn't it? Those moments are great. Like Bonnie used to be like that. She's, she used to be in the back of the car. This is when she was about six or seven. Yeah. And she'd go, hand! And, and, and Ra would have to put a hand back behind her, you know, to hold the hand. Or then she'd be walking at the school and she'd go, shoulder! Shoulder! And you'd have to put her on the shoulder. Until she was about ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> but then suddenly they just don't want it anymore. Yeah, Daisy always wants to cuddle up to bed. Sure. And she's, ne- you know, she's nearly as tall as us now. Yes. Yeah. But cuddle up to bed is a, quite a major physical. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. <laughs> I size. mean, she's slim and light. But yeah. She's a full-size person. Yeah. And as it gets near to a big run, I say I can't do it, Daisy. I'll injure myself. Yeah. But you know, like you say, one day she's not going to ask. Yeah. I used to do a double cuddle. And take them both up, one on each shoulder. Yeah, that's nice. That's Isn't proper dad stuff, that. Yeah. Well, if in, I your did, su- in your Superman outfit. If I did that now, yeah. it'd be Jeff Capes. Double hernia, yeah. yeah hold them both at arm's length, and then go outside and see if I can pull a lorry up a hill. And yet they still need you. Like, Bonnie had this thing, by she'd been having problems with her boyfriend over the Christmas. Yeah. Well, they basically split up just before Christmas. Oh, it's so a tough seen, time for everyone. Seen him for two and a half years. Oh, it's a big deal. Massive. Think deal. what a fraction of her life that is. Massive deal. Good guy. She Do you like him? Yeah, he's a lovely kid. He's really fine. No one's treated any, anyone badly. It's just happened. And is that is that it then? Are they done or? I don't know. We'll wait and see. Oh, but you know, she uh, she still wants the old big old hug. If anything, they get more important. Yeah, that's right. You still got to be the rock, haven't you? You're the ballast. Yeah, and you don't take him for granted as you get yeah. on. I have this thing. I'm gonna get to. Uh, Maudlin about it, but me and my dad, it being the seventies and eighties, yeah, that was absolutely great. Dad, when I was little, it yeah. was kind of an echo of what I was saying about my grandparents, because my mum was number one parent. She did it all, yeah, and he was the assisting parent, right? But for a seventies dad, he was really on the scene. You know, he's really he always read me my bedtime story. Right. He's always taking us out. Um, when my mum was a student, me and him would go out for days at a time so she could finish essays. Like it, um, yeah. You know, even the great memories of going to probably good running training as well, of going to really nice places, but in terrible weather in the middle of winter. Yes. <laughs> That's great. That's great family stuff. And just really me and him as well, because my brother got older by then. But the thing is, we never had any uh, kisses or cuddles. Right. I never said. Just wasn't. That wasn't. Never said I love you, Dad. This isn't. Just wasn't who we were, you know. Yeah. And uh, now that you know, I can't talk to him properly about real stuff. I can't say. I mean, you know, I used to fake up a knowledge of football, yes. so I could chat to my dad about the football. But he can't chat about the football now. Oh, and it's. You so miss, so of course you do. You miss having that shorthand. It'd be nice to say, "Good to see you, Dad. I love you." Even yeah. if he doesn't, wouldn't hear it. It still feels feels weird. Yeah. If I did it now, kind of faking it a bit, you know. But I remember that I thought of it because I remember once when I was really sick, <laughs> like hunkered over the bowl. Right. I must have been about eight, and he had his hand on my back. And uh, he tried to slip away. And I was like, no. <laughs> I can imagine him now thinking, oh, God. Let me just get a little bit of sleep. <laughs> just a hand. Look at these ones. That's great. Beautiful. Yeah, they made for life, swans. They like made for life. Me and my dad were always like, as much sort of mates as anything, really. Because yeah. he had a couple of divorces. Yeah, yeah, right. And we stayed with him. It was sort of like me, my dad and my brother, a bit of a gang. And he was, he was always just like... And he's just cool, cool, isn't he, your dad? Yeah, I mean, no, he's just like, just, just do what you want and I'll support you. Yeah. Well, no, I won't support you, but I'm into it. Yeah. Just do it. I want, I want, I'm, I'm proud of you, whatever you do. But that's the best kind of support, isn't yeah, it? Just, yeah, he's, he's, I'm not, support. yeah, I'm not going to financially support you while you try and do stand-up. In fact, I will sell you a car. In fact, I'll sell you a car that doesn't work. <laughs> 
But if you can do stand-up and support yourself, there's going to be no one more proud. Yeah, yeah. Because he hates authority, my dad. Yeah. So he sees it as sticking two fingers about authority, anything like what we do. That's great. He just thinks it's great. You know, he loves it. Yeah, yeah. And now we're good mates. I tell him I love him every time I speak to him. Yeah. But it, it's just good mates. I'm very, very lucky to have him. Yeah. I think also some of that, you know, you can be a bit kind of, oh, you know, you can talk about what wasn't there or what the shape of the relationship. The fact that we love them and that they're great and they're cool when we were little. Yeah. And that we have any kind of healthy relationship with them now. It's, it's all good, isn't it? So many fellas don't, don't they? No. It's, and it's something that's obviously hard to relate to or realise if you've got an, an half-decent relationship with your dad. Yeah. A lot of people really don't. No. They've got something to proving something to their dads through the way they're, they're working in society that's or right. whatever. You know, they've got something to prove. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing how... Uh, parenting sometimes people really want to be able to achieve or do better than yeah you can really sow this kind of distance I think it's important it's amazing you don't want to give your kids a sense that they'll be alright whatever happens but you've got to support what they do haven't you yes I think you have to sort of give them a sense of they're going to be alright whatever happens yeah well I think I so. mean ultimately you'll always be there for them but obviously they've got to make their own way yeah yeah look this is what we were talking about yeah. before mate that's right Morning. Either someone's living under that bridge or that camping shop's full of hard times. Yeah. So we, chatting last, we were chatting last week, weren't we, about people just camping in weird places and homelessness generally. It was either last week or earlier this morning. I just yeah. can't yeah, tell yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> How long have we got to go, Rob? Well, what are we looking at? We've been going, I would say we've been going about an hour and 40, hour and 45. Right, so it's going to be at least a two-hour run. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I think we're going an hour each half. I don't think we've slowed down too much. Let's no. find out. But I think we'll give ourselves a hard time. But we need to work hard not to run too fast on this run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not bothered about the, I'm not bothered about the pace It's a distance, but it's a warm-up. Yeah. And uh, I ran five miles before the session. Okay, so... We're joke. <laughs> coming up on eleven and a half. Oh well, that's fine. And we've been going for an hour and three quarters. That's fine. So I think. So we've got what two and a half, three and a half, two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're going another quarter of an hour, twenty minutes. Yeah. And as I said, going back right back to what I was saying about going away, I'm going away to Dubai for a week and a half. It's going to be all treadmills, maybe the occasional little run runs outside. Treadmills, yeah. Quite a lot of time and space to do stretching exercises. Yeah. In hotel gyms or in my room. Really good food in Dubai if you want it though, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be difficult. Really nice all-you-can-eat buffets. Yeah. And lots of excuses to boot. Or not to boot. Yeah, yeah. That is the question. Well, I think one, thank goodness I'm vegan. Yes. Oh, I think I'll have the lettuce again. Thanks. Yeah. Lettuce and hummus. <laughs> We're away. I'd sort of diss it, but that pretty much is my yeah. favourite food. And, um, and I'd be wanting to... I've got another six pounds to lose before I hit my target weight. All right, okay. But I lost four in the first week of the year. It's amazing how quickly it comes off, isn't it? Falls off. And bread. Uh, Not eating bread's huge, isn't it? Yeah, bread and beer. Yeah. And keeping up with your runs. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, as far as the boozing goes, the thing about Dubai is you can smoke in the pubs. Yeah. Which I find really grim now. Yeah. Like pure hypocrisy, because I used to smoke like a chimney, but... But not anymore. Oh, not for years, yeah. Excuse me, everyone. I no longer smoke. And Thank you. Smoking inside thing. Yeah. You get back to your room and think, oh, my hands smell. It's like the 70s. Yeah. 
So, in other words, I think that when we get to... Who are you going with to Dubai? Sean Mio and Sophie Hagen. Right. So, so they're not massive drinkers. No. Right. Very disparate personalities, actually, aren't they? It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Sophie oh, Hagen, new, slightly wunderkind left field comedian. Yes. Funny imagination. Interested to see how she goes over with an expat crowd. Mayo, your classic. Going to do well in every room. Yeah. Joke. Great jokes. Joke technician. Yeah. Yes. Dark. You know, says yeah. the wrong thing. Yeah. Shock jock. He actually got banned from going to Dubai for a few years. Yeah. He? In fact, it might not be him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably got that wrong. Yeah. They probably had to take him out and send someone else. <laughs> and he's obsessed with working out, Mayo. Like, he's uber fit. If you do get with him down the gym, it'd be great to go to the gym with Well, I think he shares a mindset with you and I in that, or maybe me and Bryony Gordon in that he's just, he doesn't do anything by halves, does he? No, he's completely full on with it. Yeah. Yeah. Look at these, another massive batch of swans. Swans, juvenile swans. It's Get another gang, isn't it? Another gang, mate. Another gang. This is dangerous for us. Just keep running. Don't don't engage. Don't, don't no eye contact. They'll break your arm. Yeah. Who who established that fact about swans breaking your mate, arm? Th- look, this is look, mate. This is actually quite intimidating. Yeah. Um. Uh, what do we do here? Well, just look cool. Just play it cool. Yeah, okay. Just, just keep walking. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just keep walking. No problems. Nothing yep. to see. Nothing to see. This is so like the end of the birds. Yeah. We're not from around here. No plot spoilers. Hey, no, mate. We're Hi. not from round yeah. here. I'm just going between you and the bin. We're not from round Don't here. Don't worry Sorry. about it. Just going for a run. Yeah. Nice and easy. Give our regards to the Queen. Nice and chilled. You don't smell. You're beautiful. No, no. no problems. Did you hear that? That one. Thank you. That one said, <laughs> in a really aggressive way, Blair Peach. I was actually scared that. Let's have a look on the thing to see. To see whether, whether we see. We are here. Yeah. Oh, we gosh. just crossed Hayes Bridge Retail Park. See? So we're here, and we got, we're running here, are we? No. We're nearly in Hayes. Because that's the Axbridge Road. But we, is this where we're running, no? No, we're on the canal, the blue one, the, the, the water. Slightly worrying is that... You think we've gone past it? No, I just don't see Hayes up there. No, look, this is Hayes Bridge. That's Hayes and Yedding Training Ground. All right, so that must be on the way to Hayes. Yeah, surely. unless that's on the way to Hayes. Mm? Oh. Oops. Oh. Just keep swimming. Well, you said it was 14 yeah, miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did say it was 40 miles in this way. Just keep yeah. running and we'll come to the train station. Yeah, So we'll run 40 miles and we'll just stop. If you run along the canal, you just come to the oh, train station. Oh, Don't oh, be cool. We've oh. still got swans. Easy. Still swans. Easy. They're huge. They're, aren't they? How many were there there? Right, they're massive. Do you know, we must have been going for a while because we've started hallucinating swans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel good. They're just loads of swans. That was quite scary. Swans. What swans? There's no swans, swans around there, guys. Well, there's this one. <laughs> this one. Yes, one. That's one. There. Yeah, there was no sign of us going anywhere. Hillingdon Trail. Anywhere, tribe. even to into um, civilization, let alone a station on that map. Right. Paul. Nice. Just, uh, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Next, next person we ask. Next living being. So when I get to Dubai, I am not going to count the miles. The miles don't count. No, no. I'm going to keep up with my you running. You can't count miles there. No. It's not that I'm not going to run. Just in terms of my miles per week. Yes. They yeah, don't yeah. count. They're trash miles. Yeah. Warming up for the next run after this. Just ticking over, isn't it? <laughs> And then when we come back, 
we'll just be a few weeks out from Bath. Yeah. Which is going to provide a nice... That'll be a nice shape to things. Where we're at. It's a little race. That one. When is Bath? Is it March the 2nd? No. March the 10th. Right. Or whatever that Sunday is. Might be the 9th. The second Sunday in March. Because by then I'll have done my... I've been working on this film for Sky. Yeah. We had a first day of... Well, first and only day of rehearsal yesterday. Great. It was just really exciting. Who else Going is involved? Just me, this woman, Rosie Cavallero, who's very talented. Yeah. And she had a meeting yesterday after our script reading with Eva Longoria from Desperate Housewives. Hello. About a project for Sky Atlantic. Wow. So she's moving in pretty lofty circles. Yes. But she's slumming it with me. Eva Longoria is now telling someone at the gym, she's saying, before me, yeah, she was meeting she with... She was working on a 10-minute shot with, you know, the Paul guy, Tyson. you know, running commentary? You know, him and I really want to get to Rob. Do we you think, think if I can get to Paul, he'll get me to Rob? We think this spring he'll <laughs> <up> three. <laughs> we don't want to put the pressure on. So it was really, uh, it's just really nice to be working on it. Filming it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Editing. What's the story, or can't you say? It's just a very simple comic premise of a, hopefully comic premise, a couple on their 25th anniversary in the same hotel room where they were 25 years ago where they got engaged. Yeah. He's sort of set up the bedroom for her. She comes in, he's set up the same, he's Sorry. got the same music on iPad. This is, that's so evocative. That is the view from my house where I grew up. Yeah, let's have a look. Can I take a picture of yeah, that? Of course, yeah. It just brings it all back, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That beautiful vista. That's beautiful. That's gorgeous. One day all this could be yours. Yeah, can you imagine it? So, um, yeah, it, so it reminds you of that, the most famous scene from uh, the late, great Juna. What was her name? Uh, damn it. Hilda Ogden. What was the actress called? I don't yeah, know. Was she called Juna Alexander? Anyway, she died last year. What, from Coronation Stan. All right. Going to a hotel. Just made me think of it. Anyway. Well, I'll have a look at that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's 25 years since you got engaged. Yeah. Same room. He's playing the same music on the iPlayer, whatever. Yeah. And he's got this, he managed to source the same bottle of wine Excellent. from 25 years ago. And it's kind of set up that, you know, they're going to open the wine, they're going to have sex, it's all on kind of thing. Yeah. And then oh, he can't. You suddenly changed up a gear there. They're going to have sex. Yes. All right. On their anniversary. There's night. children listening to this, Paul. On their anniversary. Yes. And, uh, and then he establishes that uh, basically he can't open the bottle of wine. Because yeah. the cork keeps coming out in the bottle opener. Yeah. And it just goes from there. Just his <laughs> attempts to open the bottle of wine, Lovely. coupled with her getting ready for bed, going through all the rituals, which takes him, takes him even further away from where he wants to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just playing off that really. That's great. So it's a nice little premise, and it's good fun. Sounds like a healthy dash of pathos. Bit of pathos, bit of farce. A lot of it's just comedy of intimacy. Yeah. Just a couple that have been together 25 years, just... Just things, just the way couples behave, you know. And minutsia. Yes, minutiae behaviourals. So it's really, I've just really enjoyed working. Is that what it's called, minutiae behaviourals? Yes. Yeah, behaviourals. Have you seen that new Sky thing, behaviourals? That actually doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, yeah. See that? I reckon that's Hayes. Yeah, that's Hayes Station, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where we want to be. Over there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As we run off into the distance. We got away from the swans and the map and past the old gas canister. We certainly won't see so many cyclists no. around here. No. It's getting really out of town now. Yeah, I think we're nearly in the... Um, 
Some of that Cotswolds crew. I think we're about yeah. to get into <laughs> the outskirts of crew. <laughs> so, God, I'm starving. Well, that's great. And you're doing that in February? No, we're doing that in late January. Right. And then it comes out mid-February for Sky. And uh, What's it actually called? It's called The Promise. Excellent. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just nice to work on something a bit different. Yeah. That's something a bit good. Yeah. Um, well, that's exciting. That's yeah. the kind of thing you want to be doing with the new year. Yes. Yeah. And hopefully doing it with half an eye to... Could it lead to a series? What would the series be? Yeah. It's like a bit of... I think when you go to series, there's probably room within it for a supporting character the guy runs with. Yes. The running guy. Yeah. yeah. Every morning, the guy, the guy in the uh, Batman outfit. Yeah. Superman yeah. stuff. And you cast... Superman, yeah. Cast McIntyre in that role. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Um, that's marvellous. But then... You can, thank goodness, you, oh, once you've done that, you can focus on the uh, bath half. Yes. Once that's done and dusted. And the bath half. The bath half. Bath half. The bath half is, uh, is a great run, isn't it? What do you need to, what do you want from bath half in the run up to the marathon? Something like sort of 85, 86. Yep. I think you're going to have to do it this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. Is that, is that another heron? Is, is it the it? same it's, one? Is it, no, it's a very different... Mate. It's, it's pretending to be a stump. Wow. I've just realised that I'm not fooled. Look at that. that amazing that sort of camouflaging there, though, isn't it? Yeah, but they've also got that thing like a fox. They're um, higher up the food chain, which gives them that, this kind of insouciance. They're like, yeah, I'm a hunter, so I'm not actually that bothered about you looking at me. Yeah, I look a little bit like what I'm standing next to. What of it? Yeah. I was looking like a silver birch stump, yeah. but you didn't fall for it, and I didn't yeah, care. just going for the blend, and I'm not bothered. Yeah. We saw, you know, we saw that uh, fox the other day. Yeah. Um, when I was on holiday in Wales over Christmas, uh, and my daughter saw a fox out the window in the field. Yeah. I said, oh, look, there's a fox. It was a good spot. But what was hilarious was... The comparison, because this, this country fox was glorious. Yeah. It's kind of bright orange, fluffy white tip on his tail. Yeah. <laughs> Walking through the field like a, look at me. Oh, Proud. I'm wondrous. Proud. And I thought back to uh, London. Yeah. Fox going, right, mate. What of it? Just the Beauvoir. fox. Is it in fox? Yeah. Up all night. Any scraps? <laughs> Is that eggshell on my lip? Yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah, let's make a night of it. <laughs> I tell you, I said to my mate last night, <laughs> I said, <laughs> It's so scary, that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. When you get woken up by the foxes at the I foot of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> what, are they, what, what are they doing there? This, yesterday morning when I woke up, I was so tired. I walked past and I thought, oh, there's the cuddly Batman. And went into the bathroom. Yeah. It's just a pile of clothes. <laughs> you haven't got a cuddly toy, Batman. <laughs> so, good. Seeing things. <sighs> Getting less of a trail now, isn't it? Yeah. By the canal. Sort of We're kind of wading in the middle of the canal now, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> Starting to... You're getting a bit worried, aren't you, Paul? Just slightly... Slightly Starting to slightly... Question the directions of just run by the side of the canal till you hit this train station. Until you get to. It's not inconceivable. I won't start worrying until we've done 14 miles. So. I want to, look at it this way. We might end up 
getting to Bristol yeah. about the same time as George. Yeah. Hi, Dad, what are you doing here? It's Freshers' Week. We can help you unpack. <laughs> yeah. Imagine me and you going to Freshers' Week. Oh. Yeah, no, I've still got it. Yeah, doing a gig. Doing a gig to George and his mates at Freshers' Week. Uh, I don't think I want to do that. I had a friend get in touch. Yeah. I'm doing a little gig when I get back from being away. Yeah. And a friend get in touch. Uh, uh, say, oh, that's just near us. It's a lovely venue. And uh, look at this. Train on the bridge. Like it. We're there. This is like it. Like it. Why did I ever Coming doubt up to you? Haze. Yeah. No problem. No problem. We can just go up onto the rails and flag that train down, right? Hey, station, mate. Oh, you want to be right back there? <laughs> at least four or five miles down there, mate. <laughs> Anyway, you're running, so you're running, you'll be there, no problem. Old friend of mine, so looking forward to seeing you. We've already got tickets, and I just think to myself, that gig's going to be rubbish now. Just, you really want to show people yeah. where you've got to and how good you are. And uh, What gig is it, though? Is it a good gig? It might be a nice gig. Yeah, it's a nice little right. art centre or something. I've just never been there, and it's a smaller yeah. one. And they've been in touch saying... Uh, Let's hope it's I don't know if our sound system can handle your... Oh, well, here we go. We'll see. But it's just a comedian's thing, isn't it? That when you're yes, once you know your mates are going up, uh, yeah. something will happen. Mate, we've done the swans this morning. You don't scare us. Dog on the on other the bank. Other side of the canal. Dog on the joke. other bank. Having a laugh. You're nothing, mate. Your toilet. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's abusing Ooh, animals. Who have I become? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you know what I was saying earlier on about my uh, nan and granddad walking the canals? Yeah. <laughs> I think once they drove us out to a stretch of the Grand Union Canal and we walked all afternoon. Yeah. And I'd imagine that we'd driven up to Oxfordshire or Warwickshire or something and gone six miles. But I tell you, looking at this bridge up ahead, I think it was here. I think we're about a mile from their house. Really? <laughs> and did they live anywhere near Hayes? Well, only... I suppose we've run a couple of miles. With oh, easy. <laughs> so just then, I slipped. But I came pretty close to falling over in such a way that would have led to me pushing Paul into the canal. Yay! In a way, I wish it had happened. Yeah. What a perfect story end to, to the podcast. Would have been great. An end to the podcast forever. <laughs> I'd have saved your recorder, but not you. Here we are. We must be getting to Hayes. See that yeah, this must be, this must be it's it. It's quite muddy, though. Watch your foot. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Going right back. 85, 86 in Bath. Yeah, because yeah, the, tr- the idea is for the sub three, which I'm under no pressure to do. Yes. Is your times your half by two and add ten minutes, don't you? Yeah, that's right. So, 85 times two plus ten is three. So. Yeah, if I want to be comfortably... Well, no, I think it's comfortable... But if I want to be on for a 3.15 marathon, I've got to train for a 90-minute half, haven't I? Um, yeah, somebody told me I way around that. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have achievable? I think I could do that. Yeah. yeah. Take work. I'll have to yes. yeah, it's have not a good go. It's funny, isn't it? Because you tend to... You sometimes judge your halves by how you feel. Is that Hayes now? Hayes and Huntington Station. Oh, mate. Ah... Oh. You start to... Uh, should we... Uh, I think we should keep this canal pure. I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. Hayes and Hyneton Station. As there we get go. to this bridge. There it's we go. me and you. Let's get one Hayes of us. Town. Oh, let's get that. Look at the canal behind us. That is beautiful. That's been really nice. This is us with the canal. This is us with the bridge that I walked to thinking it was miles and miles away when I was a little boy. 
come full circle. I've got to go nice. home and check my back garden. There's so how long we done? I Let's clock it. While I'm looking this up, I should say, mention my dad with his Parkinson's-related dementia of course. in his nursing home. If you want to sponsor me for Parkinson's UK, I've got a just Virgin giving. Money Giving page, virginmoneygiving.com slash Rob Deering. Head there. Give me some money. I want to try and get my all-time, lifetime Parkinson's That'd fundraising yeah. up to £100,000 this year. That'd be amazing. So I need your help. And um, keep in touch. We're on Facebook. Uh, we've been Instagram. Uh, we like chatting about running. We always get back, don't we, Rob? We, absolutely. We're good on the Facebook. We like talking to you down there. So yeah. keep in touch. Bulls Bridge. We were told about it. Look at that. That's good. I'll take a picture of that. Paddington, 13 and a half miles. Took us half a mile to find the canal. So we've, oh, gone we've seen th- a Tesco Express. Oh, see, it's not all Sainsbury's. It's not all Sainsbury's. We have gone, look, we've gone 13 miles in two hours, basically. That's all right. We'll do that, yeah. Which is great. And there's us. Paddington. We'll take that last photo. So, yeah, um, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, or just... I always wonder if we see someone running. Postal. If you ever see us, jobs the line. Yeah. If you see us, that's it, I'll get one with you in it now. Get one with you spitting. Wistful. He's come 13 and a half miles from Paddington, and there's one without you because you're, you're not that picturesque. Yeah. See you next week. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.